Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. President Biden signed a measure that would force railway workers to accept a deal that averts a strike but does not include paid sick leave. Why do you expect Biden to care about sick leave when he shows up to work every day with full-blown CTE? Ah, uh, yes, a, 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 a traumatic brain injury. Uh, Joe Biden shows up every day. And uh, is it, it? there's that code again, constantly using code. Abbreviations and acronyms. It's all uh, part of information dominance and keeping the public off balance. Happy Monday to you. I think for a great many people this uh, past weekend represents the the real beginning of what we like to call the Christmas season. You know, it might be uh, the day that Thanksgiving is over. This weekend, maybe it's just my own self, but I could be. uh, Because I saw a lot of people, we got our Christmas tree on Friday. Stood it up in the uh, living room on the stand. Give it some time to fall, as they say, into place. Yesterday, we uh, decorated the uh, Christmas tree. We may not be entirely done, but uh, yesterday we decorated the Christmas tree, and it was good. And on Saturday, uh, my best girl and I, we went to Annapolis, Maryland. Perhaps you've heard of it. We keep a Naval Academy there. That's where the United States Naval Academy is. And uh, we went to... uh, we went to the, the Navy versus Army boxing competition, and it was uh, really great, a uh, ton of fun. And uh, we went because we, had, we have a friend who was boxing, uh, Adrian Johnson, in the 147-pound weight class. And Adrian, just a great young man uh, from uh, Dallas, Texas, and, um, and he won. He beat his Army um, counterpart. Uh, Caleb Langesty from uh, from Illinois, Clarendon Hills, Illinois, and our friend Adrian won the boxing competition, and that was uh, that was uh, great fun. And then we went to the chapel at the U.S. Naval Academy, where John Paul Jones is uh, entombed in the crypt, and it's a great, obviously wonderful chapel, beautiful historic chapel. And uh, we did Handel's Messiah. Perhaps you've heard of it. Well, we didn't do it. They, they did it. We just, <laughs> we just watched it. Although at the end, they do ask everybody to get up and sing, which uh, can be a little bit embarrassing, unless you, you know, sing as well as I do. You know, in which case, it's just fine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Handel's Messiah and the Hallelujah Chorus and all that stuff. And so it was a great, that was, got the tree on Friday, went to uh, the Naval Academy on uh, Saturday with our friend Larry O'Connor and his wonderful wife Meredith and we and uh, we went to dinner in Annapolis at a great place and and uh, in between the boxing match and and Handel's Messiah and uh, and then on Sunday we uh, decorated our Christmas tree already standing in the living room so it was I think in uh, for us I'll, I'll just speak for us it was the official launch of the Christmas season in a big way and it was uh, it was great and let me tell you the Naval Academy, I, it, uh, I'm uh, always, I don't, I don't use this word an awful lot, 
always inspired. And it uh, restores my faith in the United States of America to go to the United States Naval Academy. You see so much barbarity in the United States of America and so much corruption. And then you see these young people, men and women from all over the country and all over the world, uh, attending the United States Naval Academy. And uh, they restoreth my faith in humanity and in the United States of America. It's a, a great thing. And Annapolis is a cool city. It's the state capital of Maryland, too. But don't hold that against them. They, they uh, just uh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. So that was uh, just scratching the surface on the beginning of, of, uh, of our thing. Now, the, uh, the opening, the opening uh, audio there about Joe Biden having brain damage. The, uh, the big story this weekend, of course, Elon Musk, who uh, is going to have to be Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Am I right? He's going to have to be Time Magazine's Man of the Year. And because he is the, the you know, global Man of the Year. He is the, uh, he's the hero of uh, the revolution. He's on our side. He's on the side of freedom-loving people and of free speech and of the Bill of Rights. And the Democratic Party, of course, is not. And that includes their adjunct, the news media. The news media is burying this story, this gigantic, huge, almost unimaginably big story, political scandal, uh, First Amendment crisis, constitutional crisis, and it goes right to the Oval Office and to the door of the apparent president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden, who is uh, not a good man, not a good president, not a smart guy. And uh, and a terrible and the Democrat Party and their allies and the news media, you know, uh, shared with you Benito Mussolini's definition of uh, fascism, which is like everything else, hotly contested on Al Gore's amazing Internet, naturally. But uh, the the marriage, the melding, the uh, uh, synthesis of political party and corporate power. And in this case, the Democrat Party and corporate power. When Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party rose from the ashes of World War I to create the, the Nazi Party, the, uh, the whole uh, spiel, the whole shtick was about, uh, use a little Yiddish talking about the Nazis, the, uh, the whole thing was about working with the corporate entities there, the steel producers, the airplane producers, the you know, Daimler-Benz, the the producers of poison gas and the industrialists of the time uh, that would work hand in glove with the party, with the government, the National Socialist German Workers Party. And as long as they served the interests of the party, they were fine. Right? Uh, and in uh, Benito Mussolini's uh, fascist Italy, of course, the, uh, the synthesis of the uh, corporate powers, the corporate titans, the industrial chieftains, and the party, that was key to the whole thing, right? Because, like, you know, communists in Soviet Russia and the USSR, they didn't allow any industry to exist. They nationalized everything, stole everything, kind of like in Venezuela and in Cuba. Uh, and look how well they're doing. And, uh, and, and, and then the fascists came along a bit later, and they said, hey, we're going to need industry, so let's not nationalize it all because nobody works for nothing. And, and uh, you know, they used to say in the Soviet Union, we pretend to work and they pretend to pay us. It was, a, it was a great line that summed up the Soviet days pretty well. But in America, what we have is a synthesis, a symbiotic relationship between the Democratic Party 
and the information oligarchs, the information titans of our time. And I've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, some of you may be aware. And, and their, their goal, and they're pretty successful in, uh, in achieving this goal, is information dominance. Information dominance. I've been using this term for quite some time. It is a, a term that I picked on when I was a journalist and I was covering the military. My office was in the Pentagon for about 10 years. And I covered the military and the U.S. intelligence community from my office in the Pentagon, room 2E772. And um, information dominance, right, is a, is a big thing in military circles and in warfare. And the, uh, the Democrats have sought out, I've talked about this uh, many times as well, how the Democrats have the left, let me say the left, and they've taken over the Democrat Party, so they are one and the same at this point. Wasn't always true. They, they were always on the, you know, to the left of center. But now they're, they are the international left. They're not John F. Kennedy's Democrat Party. They're not even Bill Clinton's Democrat Party. They're not my mother's Democrat Party. They are another entity altogether. And they have effectively invaded the United States of America. And like an invading army would, they take over, and this is what an invading army would do. You take over the radio stations and the television stations. You take over the newspapers. And then you go for academia and the schools. And that's how you methodically and systematically take over a culture. And what we're experiencing today and in the 21st century in the United States of America is cultural Marxism. There is a cultural Marxist revolution in the United States of America being spearheaded being led by the Democrat Party, which was taken over some time ago by the, by the Bolsheviks. You know, you got Bernie the Bolshevik Sanders, who literally honeymooned in the Soviet Union when the Soviet Union was still the Soviet Union, who is a self-described socialist, but then he yells at you, Democratic Socialist. Yeah, yeah, uh, one vote, uh, one man, one vote, one time. Uh, and they, uh, they're taking over. Now, what we're, what we're seeing, what Elon Musk is doing, and, uh, and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this because this is likely to happen. I think that Time magazine will name Elon Musk the person of the year. It's no longer man of the year. It's person of the year. And uh, the person of the year. And when he's named Time magazine's person of the year, CNN, within five minutes, and MSDNC and the Washington Post and others online, will immediately declare, well, sure, he's Time magazine's person of the year. But so was Hitler, so was the Ayatollah, because this is the, this is the political conversation that we're having in the United States of America uh, because of the left and because of their information dominance, right? Uh, they control the so-called narrative, right? And that's their, that's their bag. And, and, and the, what was it that Lenin said, give me your children for five years and the, uh, and the okay, and the... Uh, um, the seeds I have planted will never be uprooted. Uh, and the left has systematically and methodically, uh, without a military invasion, but by way of cultural Marxism, they have taken over effectively our culture. They have secured almost entirely uh, information dominance. This is why they are on a jihad against talk radio and against Fox News and they have been forever, because they can't stand to have any other voice in the conversation. If there is another voice in the conversation, they lose every argument because they can't win an actual argument. 
So Elon Musk sh- should be, because of what he started on Friday evening, as it turned out, Friday afternoon on the West Coast, releasing a, uh, a stream, a thread, of uh, through a journalist, Matt Taibbi, revealing what the Democrats and the media have been up to, and, and it exposes them. Now, uh, as I understand it, there's more to come. One of the really remarkable things that I want to get into is he sent, sent out a tweet, put out a tweet on, uh, I believe it was Friday evening, that uh, may have been Saturday, that they found evidence that Twitter, and who knows who was behind this, maybe the U.S. intelligence community, which is more like the KGB than the CIA of yesteryear because they don't appear to be on the side of the United States of America. The FBI, uh, into it up to their eyeballs, every week briefing the information oligarchs on what they should do. Now, the FBI, of course, had the Hunter Biden laptop going back to October of 2019. They knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. They knew it was real. And they were lying to the social media oligarchs in an effort to trample the story to smother the story in the cradle uh, because they are the deep state. They're the permanent bureaucracy and they're apparatchiks of the Democrat Party. And somehow the left, it's truly extraordinary. Now, surely the news media, they've been covering this gigantic story, this huge, massive political scandal that beats a path right to the door of the Oval Office and the President of the United States. Uh, smothering true stories on the lead-up to Election Day. Um, Well, if you thought that the media would be covering the story, even attacking Elon Musk, which is a few are attacking Elon Musk, but for the most part, another one of my sayings, another brilliant saying you should take with you, the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. Well, they have been exercising that insidious power to the fullest over the weekend. Media coverage of the documents on Twitter censorship. CBS News over the weekend from um, Friday until Sunday. The story broke on Friday evening until Sunday. CBS News, zero minutes. ABC News, zero minutes. NBC News, zero minutes of coverage. MSDNC, the most radical and extreme of the threat to democracy organizations. MSDNC, three minutes of coverage. CNN provided 10 minutes of coverage, a total uh, over the weekend. Uh, All right? They spent more time on, like, Poppy Harlow's sex life uh, over the weekend than they spent. (laughs) I don't know why Poppy Harlow's sex life. They didn't really. But uh, 10 10 minutes, a total for uh, 24 hours a day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a total of 10 minutes. This gigantic, you know, like bombshell, uh, the walls are closing in, uh, right? This is a gigantic scandal, perhaps the biggest in U.S. political history. And uh, come on, play along with me here and uh, act like we're in this together. And and the... um, the, um, the news media, uh, once again, hit it in the back of the head with a shovel and buried the story in a shallow grave because this does not conform with the narrative. I also want to share with you a story that was in the Washington Times last week on the Chinese military's future warfare, how they will aspire to information dominance. Well, they've already got a foothold here in the United States 
in the form of the Democrat Party and the news media. I've got a lot on that coming up. And uh, Hunter Biden made an appearance. Who was that woman he was with this time? She looked clean, unlike Bette Midler. Got Bette Midler's bathing habits are in the news, and uh, they're not good. We'll start with that. We're at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, um, the Elon Musk story is one of the most amazing stories of modern times. And the news media proves once again that they don't deserve the title journalist or uh, even news media. It is a uh, Democrat Party operation masquerading as a fourth estate. They're not legitimate. I don't, I don't, I mean, you're, you're a disgrace to the word journalism, and that's pretty hard. The New York Times took a survey with Siena College, and they found that 84% of us, of Americans, believe that the news media, when asked what is the central threat to democracy today, 84% of us said the news media And uh, 59% of us said it was a major threat to democracy itself. Another 25% said it is a minor threat to democracy itself, which led to no response from the news media at all, except to double down, as people like to say, on covering up one of the biggest scandals, if not the biggest scandal in American political history. And now it's exposed by Elon Musk. And the news media, again... ABC, CBS, and NBC, zero minutes of coverage. MSDNC, three minutes of coverage between four television networks over the weekend when the big story broke on Friday. A total of three minutes of coverage, and I'll guarantee you it's MSDNC. They spent most of that three minutes attacking the messenger, right? Because this media is a threat to democracy. I read it in the New York Times. They took a survey. It was a college involved. Uh, Liberals have to believe it. And all the newsrooms in all the world, they they don't even, this didn't even come up. Yeah, they didn't even cover that. And now this gigantic story breaks, and they're, you know, it's a cover-up, not coverage, that the news media is engaged in. Boy, oh, boy. This is The Chris Plant Show. Ah, yes. Now, the New York Post was uh, lied about, smeared, slandered, had their story spiked by the uh, U.S. intelligence community, by the FBI, which knew that the laptop was real because they had the original laptop going back to 2019. But the corrupt, the institutionally corrupt FBI, glad to say a number of whistleblowers have uh, gone to members of Congress on Capitol Hill to reveal the truth. Um, But we need more. They should be marching with signs in front of the Justice Department and the FBI headquarters uh, demanding that 
their leadership go to prison. They should be arrested at Reagan Airport and put in ankle shackles like they did to Trump supporter. Yeah, no problem. That's uh, honestly, this is the we're 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 closer to being the Soviet Union today. And as I've said many times before, the Democrat Party is closer on the political spectrum today to Lee Harvey Oswald. This is not a joke than they are to John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy was to the right of Mitt Romney. Bobby Kennedy was to the right of Mitt Romney. Today's Democrat Party is much closer, find the center line, to Lee Harvey Oswald, communist presidential assassin on the political spectrum than they are to John F. Kennedy. I am right about where John F. Kennedy was on the political... You know, uh, uh, I'll go down the list with uh, me and John F. Kennedy. Pretty darn close in, uh, in most things, almost everything, really. Uh, and today's Democrat Party, much closer. Also, they're the anti-Israel party, and uh, they're, uh, at least half the Democrats are closer on the political spectrum to Sirhan Sirhan than they would be to Bobby Kennedy, to Robert F. Kennedy. Because he... Again, he's like hanging out with uh, Senator Joe McCarthy, anti-communist, uh, pro-Israel, pro-capitalist, pro-American, pro-American military. Flawed in many ways, but nevertheless, the Democrat Party has galloped so far to the left and so far into crazy land, it's nuts. The New York Post is reporting the story, but the Washington Post is not. The Washington Post is not reporting the Elon Musk story. They've got a couple of lines buried in another story where they basically attack Elon Musk because they're anti-truth, they're anti-openness, they're anti-transparency. They are shills and nothing more than shills for the Democrat Party. And they will cover up, you know, honestly, I think if Mary Jo Kopechny were uh, killed by a Democrat today, we'd never hear about it. Is it. That's the woman that Ted Kennedy killed at Chappaquiddick. May recall. Then he ran for president. You know, it's been a problem for a long time. The FBI warned Twitter during weekly meetings of Hunter Biden, quote, hack and leak operation, end quote, before censoring the post. Here's the giant lie, the macro lie. The FBI had the laptop in October of 2019. They had already interviewed Tony Bobolinsky, CEO of one of the Biden corporations. They knew that the emails were real, that the that everything on the laptop was real. They knew that Joe Biden was the big guy. They knew about the ties to China and Ukraine and Russia. They knew about the, uh, uh, well, basically all of it. The FBI did. And they kept going to social media giants on the lead up to Election Day in 2020 and misleading them in an orchestrated, organized effort to kill a story, a giant scandalous story about the Biden family that would have been detrimental to the Democrat Party's prospects in the 2020 election. The FBI is covered in filth from this episode. And then, of course, the CIA, led by penitentiary face John Brennan, the Communist Party voter who voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate for President of the United States, and then became CIA director under Barack Obama, whose mentor as a young man was Frank Marshall Davis, a card-carrying member, literally, of the Communist Party. And uh, look where we are today. Isn't that amazing? Gosh, there's a lot more, uh, a lot more 
to get to. I was texting with my friend uh, Mike Opelka. You know Mike Opelka. He's uh, one of uh, you know, regularly when I'm when I'm not here. Uh, most often you find Mike Opelka, and uh, texting back and forth. Said if only the world's richest man could get into his airplane and fly around the country while talking to a couple of million people on a social media platform he purchased for $44 billion using a private satellite network that he established and put into space. That'd be fun because that's what happened this weekend. And the news media is pretending it didn't happen because the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore And the Democrat Party, this time in the form of the news media, is ignoring this story as though it's not happening. It is is just an extraordinarily third-world moment, courtesy of the left. The left that is the Democrat Party, the left that is the Washington Post and the New York Times, the left that is running ABC News, CBS News, and NBC News, and of course MSDNC, don't kid yourself, and FBI knowing full well that the laptop was 100% authentic because they had already had it for a year, was telling the social media giants to not let people share the story, knowing it was real. People need to go to penitentiaries for this. And our news media, honestly, is the number one threat to our democracy, and they're proving it again this past weekend and today, and they'll prove it again tomorrow. I I say this as somebody that worked for CNN for 17 years, that grew up in a CBS News household. My stepfather, a CBS News correspondent for 52 years. My late father worked for U.S. News and World Report. My mother was in radio and television from the time she was a child. Her father was in radio uh, from the 1920s through the 1960s. And our news media is, as the New York Times discovered, and 84% of us believe, a threat to our democracy. And they're proving it every day. Other than that, I think we're in pretty good shape. As you know, the Naval Academy did restoreth my faith uh, in the future of humankind. Um, But boy, the good guys are up against it. Let's, uh, you know, the truth matters. The truth, human life matters. The truth matters. America matters. Freedom and liberty matter. Let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to. We are at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. We have audio for you of Elon Musk. We have audio of uh, the media criminals. The uh, if they're uh, the threat to our democracy, you know, we, we can call them uh, crimes, uh, crimes against humanity. The um, let's go to Mike the anti lib calling from Bowie, Maryland. Drove by there on the way to the Naval Academy. Mike, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing? Very, very well. Thank you. Not my subject, but I want to say I think it's a laugh that the leftists are attacking Trump for being anti-Jewish. I mean, being anti-Semitic. What a laugh. But anyway, what I called about is speaking of freedom. Well, well, pause. Hang on. Just pause on that for a second because... Uh, President Trump put out a statement uh, talking about how he perhaps should be restored to the White House and the presidency, or we should have another election. And the media is attacking him. The piece in the Post today attacking him over that. And I, I might say that a couple of his comments might have been ill-advised. But the uh, the Post attacking him, that's the only place they mentioned 
the Elon, and it's buried in the story, the Elon Musk revelations, uh, while attacking Trump, who is uh, rightly and fairly uh, has his hackles up over this because he's saying, look, there, you know, look, there's more than one way to skin a cat and there's more than one way to steal an election. You know, the left has been furious with the United States for decades and the CIA in particular for tampering with elections overseas like Iran and Mohammed Mossadegh many decades ago. The left has been railing about that ever since. And they're furious with the U.S. and the CIA for tampering in foreign elections. And then we find they're tampering in our election, and the left is fine with that because now they're doing it on behalf of the left. So the left is fine with corruption as long as it's, you know, uh, their corruption. And let me also say this, and then I'll let you get back to your point, Michael. I apologize, but Elon Musk put out something saying it looks like they tampered in the Brazilian election, the Bolsonaro uh, Lula election, uh, in favor of the left that the social media giants did. And we need to know whether the CIA was involved in that as well, whether they are tampering in foreign elections as well as our own, which we know they were tampering in ours, which people should go to penitentiaries for all, all by itself, that single story. Uh, but if they're also tampering in overseas elections, like the Bolsonaro-Brazil election, uh, on behalf of the left, then we really need, uh, you know, we need, uh, uh, you know, uh, boy, uh, the McCarthy hearings of the 1950s uh, are uh, child's play compared to what we need in the United States of America. And, and the church committee uh, looking into corruption at the CIA in the 1970s, nothing compared to what we have today. Uh, I apologize, Michael. Uh, go ahead. That's all right. I could agree with you more, but I just think it's really hilarious that the and the people that are, you know, the party of Omar and all them are just attacking Trump for, you know, being an anti-Semite. But what I called for was I would just like to thank all the morons and idiots that voted for Democrats and voted for Biden to thank them for the uh, American Recovery Act. Because now everybody has to scramble around and go back to March of 21 and start documenting all those $600 plus transactions they made through any type of electronic media. And, uh, you know, and I've just read about it. And they said now that you've got to report them all because they've sent a copy of everything to the FBI to those 87,000 new agents that we're paying for. So get, be prepared to have your door kicked in. To the IRS, the uh, yeah, yeah, they haven't even hired the new IRS agents yet. But we had who was the uh, Democrat? So it was uh, Sheldon Whitehouse, who belongs to the Whites Only Beach Club in Rhode Island, who's calling yeah. on the IRS to target the political enemies of the Democrat Party uh, once again. They did it under Obama, of course, Lois Lerner. They targeted every group with the word patriot in their title, every group with Tea Party in their title, the IRS, because they're criminals, I think is the appropriate word, and they're leftists. They're not liberals. They're leftists. Yeah. And and let me on this $600 thing, um, and I know we're talking a lot, a lot of FBI, and you meant IRS when, when you said FBI, but the $600 threshold for transactions – I think I told this story once before on the radio, but I went into a bank, a family member. Um, I, I was uh, going to uh, transfer $1,000, $1,000 to a family member for a specific purpose. And I went into their bank. It, it was a Wells Fargo bank. And I had cash. And I said, here, I want to deposit this into the this bank account. I had the name and the account number and the routing number and everything. And the nice lady behind the counter said, well, I can't take cash. 
And I said, excuse me? And she rolled her eyes and sucked her teeth and said, there are federal regulations now, and uh, they monitor every transaction, and so I can only take a check. It's a family member. Uh, and, and I said, well, uh, 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 I've got cash. I can't deposit cash into an account in a bank in the United States of America. And she said, nope. It has to be a check because they need your name and your information and your bank account number uh, to see, uh, again, just depositing money. It's not even a transaction into a family member's bank account. And the federal government has to stand in between and hold guns to our heads and say, we're monitoring you, we're watching you. And you're right that the number is $600 that the federal government is monitoring. And you know you know why that is, don't you, Mike? Yeah, so they can get everybody. Well, it's because we're presumed guilty. We're presumed to be involved in a criminal transaction, drug dealing. Now, and again, at the same time, the biggest criminal enterprise right now is the Biden administration, and not just the Hunter Biden, uh, millions and millions from China and Russia and Ukraine. Uh, well, maybe but, we should give 10% to the big guy and they'll get off our back. Yeah, right. That? Yeah, throw every $600 transaction, you get 60 bucks for big guy, and then maybe everything will be okay. But the biggest trans, uh, criminal uh, enterprise right now is the open border and the fentanyl flowing across the border. And uh, the best friend of the drug cartels in Mexico, the best friend is Joe Biden. And... Um, We have more than 107 people die of fatal, Americans die of fatal drug overdoses last year in the United States of America. And the Democrats laugh at that and uh, yell at you and call you a racist if you say we should have control over our southern border. A number, again, a number greater than the number of Americans killed in the Vietnam War and the Korean War combined. And in one year, one year, Korean War, 1950 to 53, Vietnam War, 1959 to 1975. Uh, and we had uh, a, a number lesser than the number of Americans that died of fatal drug overdoses last year. From yep, thank you, Democrats. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, Democrats. Thank you, Michael. Uh, yeah, and and it's you know this is the government. You know uh, what happened to America, land of the free, home of the brave. Stand up and and let your voice be heard. And who voted for these morons? Honestly. An extraordinary time. And as the the depth and the breadth of this corruption is being exposed by an African immigrant, the African immigrant who saved the world, Elon Musk, uh, the news media continues to bury the story with extreme prejudice. And the FBI, once again, has filth all over itself and the intelligence community. And you know, And you know what the media does about this? They hire these people and pay them to lie to them, and then they write them bad checks. I'm your king. Well, I didn't vote for you. You don't vote for kings. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. We are back, and uh, as I understand, we have a lib on the line. We have a lib. You know, we welcome libs because uh, it's fun. Let's uh, let's go to uh, Mike, not Mike the Lib. We'll just call him Mike a Lib. 
calling from Frederick, Maryland. Mike Alib, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, I know you folks have trouble with big words like news, but if you break the word down, new is right there in the word. For it to be news, there needs to be something new. Now, we've known that the Trump-appointed Christopher Ray-led FBI had concerns over that laptop, which had traveled to Russia and all over the place. We've known that since before the election, because this was all you guys could talk about. There is no news here. It is like reporting on Al Capone's vault. Nothing new was learned, so it is not news. It's boring. Get over it. All right. Um, everything you've said is wrong. Is it? No, not quite everything. Not quite everything. It's true that uh, Donald Trump uh, appointed Christopher Wray to be the FBI chief. It's new that it's true that people like me have been revealing the truth about this for quite some time and that it is a gigantic scandal. But what happened on Friday was the documentation was provided because people like you and CNN and MSDNC have been denying that there was anything to see here. Now that we demonstrate and provide you with the document, the documentary proof that will be used in, in congressional hearings and hopefully in, in uh, court, uh, it proves that what I and people like me have been saying all this time uh, is true. And and what we have here, Mike, which you consider to be no big deal, is the security services of the federal government acting on behalf of a political party in a clear and obvious effort to influence the outcome of a presidential election on behalf of and in favor of the left, the Democrat Party. And that is, uh, if you can name a bigger scandal in the history of the country, I'll give you a cookie. But you can't. How about, how about Christopher Ray spiking every report on uh, Brett Kavanaugh? Same guy that you're accusing of. Every, what what uh, 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 Brett Peters. Kavanaugh? I, I, I got to tell you guys, your obsession with the, the Supreme Court, how many assassins have to show up outside of how many doors armed with guns to uh, target Supreme Court justices? You mean the fake stories about high school parties and quaaludes and punch bowls? You're still deluding yourself with that one? You people are all nuts. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.